0: Welcome to Scale Her Up, the female entrepreneur's show with me, Brenda Hector. I'm a business growth specialist helping business owners to develop themselves and grow their businesses so they can achieve their goals and enjoy the lifestyle they dream of. I'm also on a mission to revolutionise the entrepreneurial landscape for women in business. In every podcast episode, I interview someone who has an inspiring story or some great advice for women aiming to start or scale their businesses. If you're new to the show, take a moment to subscribe and please check out the previous ones after listening to this. We've got an awesome community on Facebook. Just search for Scale Her Up and join in. Today on the Scale Her Up podcast, I've got Rosie Barron from The Tidy Coup. Rosie's a professional declutterer and organiser and helps women and business owners and homeowners to declutter their lives and and be more organized so welcome to the scale her up podcast rosie great to have you here today thank you so tell myself and the listeners a bit about yourself rosie you've got quite a busy life and a business that you're running as well so tell us a little bit about that
1: yeah i do So I'm Rosie, I'm the Tidy Koo, I'm a professional declutterer and organiser and KonMari consultant, which means I was trained by Marie Kondo, which I'm always amazed by how many people don't know who she is, but she's this amazing Japanese decluttering guru um, who runs a bit of a business empire too, so it's incredible what she's done, as she says she's gone from being just a girl who likes to tidy to this sort of worldwide phenomenon. Um, I live in Aberdeenshire with my husband, our four home educated children who are 14, 12, 10 and 9, our eight ponies, five dogs, three cats, two bunnies, 13 chickens, six ducks and an ever changing number of fish, although we've just had a fish catastrophe so we actually don't have any fish at all, which is quite but we will have again. Anyway, clearly, I'm not a minimalist. Um, I haven't always been a professional organiser. My degree is actually in genetics. And after working as a cytogeneticist, um, which means chromosome analysis, I trained to be a primary school teacher. Um, I left teaching when I was pregnant with my first and uh, was following my husband around the world. And with frequent international moves, I never seemed to get back to teaching. So now I home educate my children and I work around them as a professional organiser. As I just mentioned, I've lived all over the world. I think it was nine countries on four continents, five continents at last count. Uh, First as a child with my parents and then with my husband. And I became interested in professional organizing as a result of these really frequent moves. You know, it's like when you sort of, you have to pack your entire home into a container and then it doesn't matter how much you declutter before you get in that container. There were always trips to the dump afterwards. absolutely used to drive me bonkers. Um, but uh, so that's why I became interested in professional organizing really with the frequent moves. And in 2018, I trained to become a KonMari consultant. And I now run my own professional organizing business. And I've racked up about a 1000 hours, I think just over a 1000 hours, helping people um, in home to create space and peace in their lives. And I've also I've done money more online, I run workshops, and I also do photo
0: management. So I've done more with that too. Wow. <laughs> I don't know how you fit it in I really don't <laughs>
1: well that brings me really nicely to my favorite quote and it's my favorite quote because I made it up um, it says um, I, I, <laughs> I'm just trying to think exactly it says um, it says I'm not organized because I have time I have time because I'm organized and what it boils down to really is um, having a really decluttered and organized home and not just home, because once you do your home, it goes into every part of your life. So not just a decluttered and organised home, but but having this allows me to really focus on the things that are really important to me, which basically is the home education of my children, um, which I know is a bit nuts for a lot of people, but I mean, it's something I'm really passionate about, having my children at home with me, Um, running my business and riding and competing my horses, and you know, looking after, and my husband too, he's quite important.
0: You didn't mention the competing with the horses either. Now, am, am I right in thinking that you've you've been competing for Scotland? I did, I represented
1: Scotland in endurance riding in 2019 for the Home International. It was just in the novice position, I hasten to point out, um, but it was absolutely amazing. It was, uh, it was brilliant. It was the first year I had properly been competing in endurance riding and it was an amazing experience. Um, and I hope to do it again uh, at some point, but obviously no one competed at all last year. And um, this year, I'm—I I don't think it'll happen for us this year, but we'll just have to see what happens. Because I had to switch horses, so um, my my wonderful um, endurance cob is still with us, definitely. But he's had some issues, so I'm riding my rescue horse, which is um, an experience. An experience. It's a, a good job I'm sticky; <laughs> I can stay on.
0: <laughs> no, it's it's brilliant to hear your why, because I talk to a lot of business owners it's identifying their personal goals and then how their business goals can can allow them to achieve those so you know the homeschooling of your children and the the riding and the the competing is it's great to see how the business fits around your life as well so so that's great so um yeah tell me about us thinking about
1: why why other people should get organised was my next. next thing, it's the... <laughs> well that's, that, well, that's, that's where I would normally go from that because um, I think you know I get this a lot from people they're like well I don't want to spend my time faffing around on my home, I don't want to spend my time you know I want to go out and do more interesting things, I get this a lot from people and I'm like no absolutely I totally totally agree with that because For me, decluttering an organisation, it's not about having this Pinterest perfect house or an insta worthy lifestyle. It's about, you know, getting rid of all those stuff that holds you back so you can spend your time doing the more interesting things. Um, And so, I mean, I would always say the point of it of organising in particular is not to spend all your time doing it, but to get organised so you don't waste your, your precious time looking for lost stuff or spend your money replacing things you can't find or waste your precious storage space storing stuff you don't need. So it's always about removing the drag of things you don't want or need so that you can move forwards um, and I think mean, that's a really big thing because I think very frequently with some of these um, uh, some of these uh, 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 bloggers and th- people, I, I guess but sometimes um, you can find that they get very into get, you can almost get obsessive about things like people can go. Well, I need to I need to do my Lego bricks by color. Or I need to, and I'm like, no, you don't. You actually, you do not need to be. You know, obviously, if it really makes you happy to do your Lego bricks by colour, you do your Lego bricks by colour. If you want to rainbow your bookcase, you rainbow your bookcase. I have, you know, it looks pretty. I love it. But that's not what it's about. It's about, you know, you have all this this stuff surrounding you. And I, was, you know, I just asked on my um, on my Facebook page this morning. You know, what was stopping? You know, what was holding people back? From getting organized, um, and there was a lot of it talking about time and accountability and things like that, and just not knowing where to start. But honestly, if you can get organized, it it just it makes the most incredible
0: difference to your life. Absolutely, absolutely, and yeah, I guess a, a lot of business owners are struggling with time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. Having it, you know, ourselves as businesswomen and mothers, um, there, there's a lot of demands on your time. So yes. yeah
1: and 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 i think this is the real thing to remember is that you know in the same way that that we need to invest time in our businesses we need to invest time in our homes like this because you know it's it's one of those i think it's benjamin franklin said i think that's the right right person he's like for every um minute organizing an hour is earned so i mean i can't even begin to tell you how much easier my life is, because we're not and it's I say we're not minimalists at all in any way, shape or form. (laughs) We're just simply not, Um, but only keeping the things we really need to keep. And that goes as well for um, obligations and things as much as for belongings, only keeping those things we need to keep makes such an impact. And therefore, if you look at it as an investment of your time, you know, if you you put this time in now to get yourself decluttered and organised, and it's going to pay you back hour after hour after hour in the future days weeks years you'll get years back of your life
0: (laughs) (laughs) absolutely absolutely so how how does someone start to get decluttered and organized I mean not everybody's going to be that's listening is going to be able to use your services Rosie so what, what would you advise the listeners to to get started on decluttering their life
1: yeah, no, absolutely. I will just run through that in a minute. But I would also say that don't forget, I mean, it's not everyone's going to be able to afford to have me in home or even attend one of my workshops. But I do have a load of information out there. Just, you know, I've got so much free information out there as well. Anyway, but in order to basically to do it, I would always say uh, we start with vision. We start with create your vision, create your perfect day. How do you want your life to look? You know, imagine I came into your home and I waved a magic wand walk yourself through your home, imagining how that home looks. And another thing is to imagine how you, how your day looks and you know, how does it feel when you get up in the morning and you open your wardrobe and you um and you see only things in there that you love as opposed to opening and going, Oh God, what am I gonna wear today? Um. So starting with your vision. And I always say that those people who have the strongest vision will have the best outcomes. It's different. If you're working one-to-one with me, it's different because I can, um, I can scaffold and structure and do all things like that but if you're working on your own particularly your vision is the most important thing um, once we start so I have some golden rules for decluttering I would always say always declutter first never try to organize what you don't need don't go out and buy storage solutions I have a lot of people like what's your favorite storage solution I am like, well it changes from person to person um, but declutter first, do not buy storage, basically, to begin with, you can buy storage afterwards, but not to begin with. So I say, make positive choices. Those are the things, um, choose what you want to keep, rather than what you want to let go. Remember, you know, you're not going to be happy by focusing on the negatives, focus on the positives, focus on the things you want to keep. And initially, don't even worry about what you're going to do with the stuff you're not going to keep just focus on the I want to keep this, this is the right thing to keep in my life. So make the positive choices. Then I would say start with the easy wins. So don't leap straight in trying to worry about what you're going to do with great aunt Betty's tea set that's been handed down through generations. Don't start with that stuff because it's just too difficult. Start with the easy wins. Start by dipping your toes in the, in the water, don't leap into the deep end, dip your toes into the water, have a little paddle around in the water, see how it's going, learn how to learn how, how it feels to do it, learn how to float before you try and dive really deep into the deep end. So when I say start with the easy things, it can be as simple as start with your sock drawer. And sometimes um, I, I almost get people, because I do a lot of folding and I like to make things, not very much about, about being pretty, but just being you know orderly and organised for people. And I get people sometimes a bit like, but why would I want to fold my pants, Rosie, when the rest of my home is such a disaster zone, it feels like I'm rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic. And I totally get that. But in bearing in mind, you know, I work with people who have hoarding disorder, I work with people who have hoarding tendencies, I work with a lot of people who don't have that as well. So don't feel don't feel you have to have one of those before you can contact me. But you know, I do. But even in those situations, it's almost like taking control of one small space can really help. Um, you know because you take control of this small space you feel much better about the fact that you're in control of that space it looks nice and you're more likely to keep it like that if it looks nice so start with your easy wins um, I would almost always say that your the clothes are one of the easiest things to start with for almost everybody there's a very odd case where it's not but clothes generally we like there because they um they are easy but uh, So I'm totally against fast fashion in any way, shape or form, I hang on to my clothes for a long time. So bearing that in mind with the next bit, um, I I, I would just say that, um, you know, they are replaceable clothes are relatively easily replaceable if you do make a mistake. And because you're wearing them all the time, and you feel how they are, that's why they're nice and easy. Um, I would then say work in categories. Um, We always um, work in categories, or I always try to work in categories anyway, because it prevents you from churning your belongings around the home. Um, so I remember, one of my lovely clients had uh, 13 pairs of nail clippers, and she didn't realise she had 13 pairs of nail clippers until we all brought them into the same place. So once we had all the nail clippers in the same place, she was like, Oh, my goodness me. So uh, you know, I didn't realise how much of mm, I had before I collected it together is you know, a real common refrain um, among my attendees. And uh, things like people like I didn't realise I had 15 pairs of black leggings. Well, now you do. Um, then I always say to people handle everything. So uh, I think, you know, I sometimes get it my clients will roll their eyes as they see me dive into yet another cupboard and pull everything out into the light. But another thing I hear all the time is, oh, I've been looking for that. And I'm like, that's because it was shoved right at the back of that cupboard. And you didn't even want me to go in that cupboard. But now look, we've gone into that cupboard, we've dragged everything out into the light, we've touched every single thing. And I mean, you know, and we found these things that, that you thought you'd lost. Um I mean, I found I was in I was in a kitchen recently and I dragged everything out of a, a cupboard and among the food there that had gone off in 2012 um, was was an Apple watch and I thought gosh and this was I was working independently at this point because my bless her my client really wasn't very well um, so I found this Apple watch and I thought gosh that's a, a strange place for that watch to be um, and I put it on the shelf so it would be easy for her to find it afterwards and um, and she said, she was like, that was, she said, I because I said I found this watch, I, I sent her a text. And she was like, I cried happy tears. She said, that was um, my sister's watch. Her sister unfortunately had passed away. So that was my sister's watch. And I thought that um, we had lost it. And she's like, I've cried happy tears when I saw it. Aww. So it's that whole sort of, you know, going right into, you know, not everybody wants to go right to the back of all these cupboards, but you'd be amazed at what you find. And then of course, half the stuff, I mean, food from 2012 I was able to just get rid of that and then able to rearrange the kitchen and there was space to move in the kitchen which there hadn't been before um and then the final one of my sort of golden rules for decluttering is to let go with gratitude so uh, people often struggle to let go of stuff particularly if it's been expensive or they've had it for a long time or something and I always say I know it sounds really odd but if you say um, thank you to this, then, uh, you know, thank you. Thank you for teaching me that actually I don't like bright pink lipstick. Thank you for, um, for supporting me in the time of my life when I liked to wear spots, you know, that sort of thing, you can thank it for the work it's done. And Sometimes the work is simply to teach you that you didn't like that thing. Anyway, so just just to recap those, because I'm aware I didn't make them very obvious at the time. The golden rules are make positive choices, start with the easy wins. Work in categories, handle everything and let go with gratitude.
0: Do you know what, Rosie? I've been listening, listening to that and making notes myself because I'm making such comparisons between what I do as a business coach with someone's business and what you're doing with getting organized in their home. Start with a vision. I need to know what the business, what we want the business to look like when we're finished, being positive. Starting with the easy wins, take control of small areas at a time, because it can be really daunting to to do everything at once. Working in categories or in departments, remove repetition, remove all those nail clippers, about removing duplication, being more efficient in how, how they do things and letting go. Mm-hmm. I might add the gratitude in, but um, helping the business owners to delegate. That they don't have to be in control of everything. And there's a, amazing similarities between what you do and what I do. That's great. Just in. They uh, do, to, they
1: work really well together. And I find yeah. that a lot of the things, I mean, I don't know whether it's because I don't know whether it's because I'm KonMari that I, therefore I'm drawn towards other things that are very similar but I've seen so much in, in in a lot of the stuff I would, a lot of the stuff I do, I see it in, you know, in businesses and in, um, you know, methods like the bullet journaling method and stuff like that. I find them really, it's amazing where you see the similarities. And I don't know, as I say, whether that's because I'm KonMari that I'm drawn to it or whether it's just some, I don't know, <laughs> global thing.
0: <laughs> I don't know, I was gonna say conspiracy,
1: that I didn't mean that. <laughs>
0: So yeah, let's talk about how you run your business then. I mean, are, are you taking these strategies from the, the organizing and decluttering and implementing these in your business? Is that what's helping you to?
1: Yeah, absolutely. To I mean, obviously um, I'm working with you in, in, the, in that stuff and that's given me um, amazing strategies. And I think it's that one of the, one of the big things I take away, I, I'm taking away is that I need to invest time in my business. In the same way that I say to people, you need to invest this. Um, you need to invest time in your home. Is I need to invest time into my business with this, and it's the vision. I mean, I've got quite um, quite a strong vision at the moment for where I want my business to go. Um, and again, those easy wins. I've 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 picked some of that. I've, I've picked some of that um, low hanging fruit, and I'm moving. But because I've you know, because I'm learning to pick that low-hanging business fruit. You know, I'm I'm able then to start to move move up and you know reach higher in the tree again. Uh, you know, well the one I would usually use is I've been paddling and I'm just you know I'm learning I'm about to learn how to float is my next thing. <laughs> but again, I mean one of the things sometimes when I stop and think about my business, it's um, and where I want it to go, it can be massively overwhelming. I mean because I have. I have so many plans for my business. You know, I want people to start calling in a professional organizer, like they might call in a decorator. You know, or they might call in um, an interior designer. You know, someone to come in um, and and help them get their lives together, and then um, you know, and then move on, and you know, come maybe come back in the future, but not not like a cleaner, not somebody who's there every week for the rest of your life, almost, yeah. but someone to help you get those things done. Um, so so yeah, so so to. Um. Oh, just, <laughs> just taking a minute there, as my brain suddenly went squirrel. My brain didn't go squirrel; it actually went swallow because I've got swallows dancing around in the um in the yard outside, and they're amazing to watch. I love this time yeah. of year when they've just come back. Um, but yeah, so it's that sort of you know making those small steps and 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 learning how to do things. Um, finding an accountability. I mean, that's a big one for for businesses and for professional organizing. I mean, sometimes people can find accountability from from friends and family. And other times they need a professional organiser or a business coach to give them that accountability. Um, One of the things from my point of view, as a professional organiser, though, is, is I I do give accountability to people. But equally, I never, (laughs) I never beat them up. If they obviously I would never physically beat them up. But I never, you know, I I really understand um, that i really understand the pressures people are under you know and i don't expect them necessarily to have to have got everything perfectly done while i've been away um i say that possibly because i haven't done my homework this week brenda
0: (laughs) (laughs) you've got time you've got time before the coaching session rosie don't worry (laughs) I think that's great. The accountability and having had you in my home to do some, some work with me when you were talking about finding things I'm wearing the necklace that we found which actually the, the necklace means a lot to me. My husband bought it for my 40th birthday and I thought that the chain had broken and I had lost it but we found it in the bottom of a drawer. So, But also the accountability is really important mm-hmm. f- for I'm both of us. Sure but, as well. but, as well. It's not that I don't know how to clear out the rubbish but having you coming in and being there you know it got to a point where there's a whole load of mess and you're a bit tired and you've done done a lot and if i was on my own it would be tempting just to put, put, yeah put put some things away but you were there and you 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 know we followed through right to the end and you know we we had stuff in the wheelie bin and stuff in the for the charity shop and whatever so i think both of us in our roles are there to help people get right to the end and you know yeah. do it completely so yeah
1: and it's the structure as well i mean this is the thing that that's certainly something that i find working um you know with the with a business coach and things like that is that um you know when i don't necessarily know where to start that's fine i don't need to know where to start because you know where to start in this situation so you are able to start me off on the right on the right yes. on the right track and it's the same you know i i talk to a lot of people and they're not quite sure where to start with all this and they go and i'm like well that's fine because this is where we'll start so i give the structure and accountability in the same way that as a business coach you give the structure and accountability and it just means that you get it done faster i mean faster and more efficiently because i'm sure that you could have done that on your own um you know done your wardrobe and things on your own and i'm sure i probably could have got to where i am in my business on my own But you got there much faster and much more efficiently because I was there to help. And I'm certainly my my business is certainly growing faster and more efficiently because I've got the the structure and accountability of someone there to hold me um hold me accountable. I often say it's like as well, like working with a personal trainer. You know, we all know how to, we all know how to work out. We all know how to go for a walk. We all know how to go for a run. But you know, if we really want to get to that goal faster, what we need is the personal trainer there going, okay, so this is the most efficient exercise you can do. This is the best way to do this. And then when you're there on the sixth press up going, I can't do anymore. They go, come on, one more, let's give me another press up. And they push you to that last bit. So you'll push to be your best, the best person you can be, I guess. Best business, best person, best house.
0: No, I mean. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I totally agree, and I, I would often compare business coaching to sports coaching, and uh, yeah, the personal trainer analogy works works very well. So, what what have been your biggest challenges then, Rosie, in your business so far?
1: So, my biggest challenges, um, for sure, are um, the are trying to get those underlying processes in places. In place so trying to get um, I mean I, I know that as a professional declutterer and organiser when I'm in home with you I'm really good at what I do I know that on the other hand sometimes I might not um, I'm not necessarily a businesswoman I mean, I'm, I'm becoming a businesswoman but I'm not necessarily a businesswoman um, so it's things like trying to get those you know standard operating procedures in because I want to grow my business because I'm, I'm always fully booked pretty much um, and I've got too much to do. So I'm, you know, I've am you taken on an assistant, in fact, I've taken on two assistants, um, but I want to make sure that obviously my assistants give the same level of, um, you know, that they give the, the, the same level of help and support in home that I do. So it's getting those standard operating procedures sorted. It's um, the thing that I really find I struggle to make time for is um, my social media. But at the same time, um, I'm very aware that most of my clients find me through Facebook, basically. Uh, But that's um, another thing, trying to make sure that I focus my energy on on the right place. So, you know, I've pretty much, when I started, I was much more scattergun. I sort of scattergunned everything and tried to do everything. But I've come to realise, actually, my clients are on Facebook. That's where they are. So that's where I put my time and effort. I keep Instagram ticking over, I keep LinkedIn ticking over, I keep Pinterest, t- I keep the others ticking over and I blog regularly, but it's knowing where your clients are coming from and you know, so that you can gain that, um, yeah, so you can, I guess gain traction and things as much as anything else. I mean, I put the same question this morning, I put the same question on Instagram as I did on Facebook. And on Instagram, I, I think I might have had like two or three likes on Instagram, Facebook—it's gone nuts. I've <laughs> got everybody answering the question, which was, I think, what is it that stops you getting organised? It's gone absolutely nuts there. So, um, but it's—it's, it's, you know, finding. So now I—I I make sure that I schedule my posts. So I sit down on a on a time block and I sit down and schedule my posts. So that definitely, you know, it's just—it's—it's it's finding the time. Time finding the time to work on my business rather than in my business. I know that. I know that you know what I'm talking about but um you know making sure that I get that underlying the that I get the business underpinned properly so that when it grows it's going to grow in a strong fashion rather than in some sort of higgledy-piggledy fashion that crashes down after six months I mean I know it's been going for longer than that but I'm talking about you know when I bring on when I bring on assistance and things into into the whole thing
0: so it's it's finding the, the structure and the organization. Isn't that, isn't yes. that interesting?
1: Which is funny, isn't it? Considering <laughs> I'm a professional organizer. I'm very good at organizing people's belongings and things like that, but I'm not necessarily quite so good at, I think it's the time, the, the time aspect um, of it, but also the way that my brain works. So um, I'm hoping that Mr. Tidy Ku might um, be able to spend a couple of months working on my business towards the end of this year, at the beginning of next year, and he's only going to need a couple of weeks and he'll have all the coups in a row basically. Uh, whereas my brain, when I when I settle down to try to do that, my brain goes, ah! And this is something I always say to people, you know, if my home can be decluttered and organised, speaking as someone who is, you know, my I have really poor executive function, so that's the ability to plan and to order things in my head. If I can do this, then anyone can do it, believe me. <laughs>
0: i was just thinking this is this is a good area to talk about actually rosie because a lot of people maybe think oh i'd like to have my own business but i I don't know that i'm the type of person that can do that i I think you've got some challenges there and you're overcoming that and you know really growing your business so would you mind sort of sharing a bit about the challenges that you have there
1: Okay, so um, I'm currently. um, So the the first thing is my older two children um, are autistic, they both have Asperger syndrome. And so do I, um, which means my executive function is is very poor in that. Um, And also I'm currently undergoing a diagnosis for ADHD. Um, so again, you know, and this is what I, I am all over the place. Sometimes my brain is, um, it I have this sort of scattergun effect and I'm like, oh, let's do this, oh, let's do this. Uh, you'll see earlier, I got distracted by a swallow outside. <laughs> I'm incredibly distractible. Um, but, and so this is something I was talking, I was working on Monday with one of my clients and she has um, all sorts of issues going on and a possible post-traumatic stress disorder. I was just trying to, uh, PTSD and I was trying to make sure I got those those words. And we've been working on her home uh, weekly for quite a while, and she was just saying that the um, that that getting everything in order and getting it all sorted out. She was just saying that a lot of her anxiety was lifting. That she was finding it easier to focus on things. She was finding it easier to concentrate on things because her because her home was that you know we were taking out the excess stuff. She was no longer feeling buried under all of this. So so a really good declutter of your home really helps with things like executive function and i mean my favorite time is to work with people who have executive function issues because i see the enormous difference it makes and i guess that that comes as well when you're working um in you know when you're working with businesses like that that you know you can see the difference that you've made to someone's business because you've you know, helping them to declutter their declutter the business to get rid of the things that aren't important and to focus on the things that are important. And then you're able to just move forwards with that.
0: Yeah. So uh, listen to that there that there are there are challenges that come f- from having the, the, you know, the ADHD and the executive function troubles. But that actually, there's the massive benefit for your business there because you've you've been on the journey that your clients are going on as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And then yeah. the other thing there is as well is that um, the amount of energy that I can bring. You know, so, so is that difficult? Uh, I mean, I, I say bouncing off walls. I I will say that when I'm in someone's home, I mean, obviously I react to whatever energy is going on at the time. But that the um, I can get quite hyper focused on on the organisation. Although obviously I also need to keep an eye on how my my client is doing. But because I can get this, it's it's um, a definite bonus as well. This because yes, you might be all scatterbrained all over the place, but equally you can have this hyper focus that allows you to drive through and get something done um, with it. So it's it's a it's it's definitely you know it it has massive bonuses. Um, both both Aspergers and ADHD they have enormous strengths as well as you know as well as certain things that I might struggle with. I'm really learning to, I'm really learning to focus on the strengths of what, of of what these things do with my brain. I got a bit lost there.
0: Yeah, no, it's about it's about this is this is who you are, Rosie, and it's 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 great great share. Thank you. So you mentioned, you know, you're fully booked, so you're looking at bringing on some more. I usually ask my ask my guests how they've scaled their business your business model is that you're you go into people's homes so there's a limited number of amount of hours that you can you can spend doing that so yeah you're bringing on some assistance. yeah and, so I've, and I've, doing I've, some work doing some online workshops is that yeah that right?
1: so i've got a, a couple of ways that i'm scaling the, the first is to bring on assistants now i've been incredibly lucky that um i have the the most amazing Uh, the most amazing person has fallen into my lap as my first assistant. I know it's not gonna be this easy in the future. Um, But Natalie, who's coming on on board the Tidy Coup as my assistant is, she's incredible. She really is, she's going to be epic. We had um, a photo shoot the other day and separately the photographer my husband and my mother all came up to me and said she's going to be really great isn't she i was like she's she's going to be epic um and 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 the bonus for her of working with me is of course that she literally all she has to do is go and go into people's homes tidy them up and then come out she doesn't have to worry about the you know about the social media and about the blogging and about the invoicing and about the so for her the benefit of working you know she's going to be a really excellent organizer and for her the benefit is that she literally all she has to do is go to someone's home and then walk away from it. And the benefit for me, of course, is that, um, you know, uh, I am just trying to think I I was going to say I take a cut is is not the right way to do it. What what I mean is, of course, that I use um, I use some of that money to effectively pay myself to do all the social media and all the bits that she doesn't want to do um so on the one part it's taking on assistance and then the other part is that currently i do um i do workshops every so And these workshops are brilliant they they run over 12 weeks and it's online and i'm always amazed by how amazingly people do with them basically it's sort of the, and the before and after pictures i get are epic but um that uh that sort of very much relies again on me being in the room for that there's a there's a there's a limit to how many workshops I can run every year? Particularly, they're quite exhausting, really, because they're you know a couple of hours in the evening, and they can be um, very tiring. So my next step with this is to do a recorded set of workshops, so that then people can access these workshops when they want them. Um, because I've had I have had quite a few uh, requests for recorded workshops. So that's my next step: is to then you know record this. My next step after that is to write a book. I'm desperate to to put all the stuff that's in my head onto um, you know onto paper for people um, so yeah so so that's another way I'm looking at expanding my business basically is to is to move into you know the recorded workshops as well as the online workshops uh, that they're both workshops but you know what
0: I mean yeah fantastic fantastic so what's your big hairy audacious goal for your business what's your ambitions for the future
1: so my ambitions for the future is that uh, <laughs> so so, I, so I've got a couple My my slightly less ambitious goal, but it's still a massive goal. My slightly is that uh, Mr tidy Koo is able to give up his, um, his job in the oil and gas industry and join me in this. So that is my that's my quite audacious goal as it is, frankly, that that my business is able to support the entire family. Um, and, and then my, um, and I have this sort of vision whereby uh, I well as I say I want it to become a little bit more like um like um like an interior decorator sort of thing I don't know if you've seen on things like uh, Netflix the things like the home edit and they pretty much they sort of go into people's homes and they you know they 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 and and sort of then to have sort of a group of assistants a group of us go in pretty much you know blitz someone's house in a week and then go out again and then go on to the next home i would love to be able to do that with my business um again i need more assistance and i need more um i i i I need to to grow the business for that my most exciting thing that's coming up actually is that in september i'm i'm talking at the love your home expo which is starting at the press and journal in aberdeen The, the press and journal the the expo the expo center you know the one i'm talking about um and that they're they're redoing it for the first time in several years and i've been asked to speak on the stage every day basically for an hour or so so that's really exciting and i think that's going to be um you know that that's one of those sort of uh, things hopefully where we'll really start to get traction and people will really start to understand um you know, what professional organisers do and what we can do. Um, because at the moment, I'm working kind of part time on my business around the education of my children around my horses and everything else. If I can get Mr. Tidy Coo in as well, and we've effectively got two of us working full time in the business, then I mean, I think it's just it's, it's just a really exciting time, scary, <laughs> terrifying, but also exciting.
0: Well, as Brad Sugars, the founder of Action Coach, says that your de- decisions should scare you and excite you, you're right, it's a very exciting time in your business and I'm, I'm really excited to be on the journey with you as well, so yeah, can't wait to see where, where it all takes you. All <laughs> um, I'm going to finish up with uh, a question that I ask all of my my guests. Now, as as women in business and um, supporting other women in business, you know, we, I want one of the reasons that I started the podcast is to encourage women to step up, to start up and scale up their businesses. And, you know, the the numbers are poor at the moment compared compared to how, how men do in entrepreneurship. So what do you think that we can do to bring about that revolution?
1: Oh, wow. That's a really interesting question. It's It's the support, isn't it? I think a lot of it is about confidence for people. Um, and 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 the confidence to to know that you can do this. So I think a lot of it, uh, sharing our stories, I think is a is a good is a good place to start. You know, um, as I say, Marie, who is who's my guru, she's like this has just all come from a girl who enjoyed tidying, and I think that's what it is. It's about finding something that you're passionate about, and then listening, I guess, to other people's stories as well. But I, just, I guess it's, 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 it's giving other women the confidence to know that they can do this, and the confidence to know that they can do this. I don't know. I'm gonna put my thoughts in order a little bit more about this, but it's supporting each other as well. You know, I, I'm very much like uh, Together We Rise, so um you know there's other professional organizers in Aberdeen and I'm always there to give them a hand up to you know because'm I'm, I'm ahead of them in my business but there's I always say to them you know we could we could all of us there could be a hundred times the number we are and we could be out full time every day helping people with their homes and we would still not run out of homes <laughs> to organize. Yeah. So I think it's about making sure that you know when you when you um, when you go up that ladder that you don't, that that you make sure you don't turn on the fingers of the people who are below you that you that you that you that you pull them up behind you and not just that but that you don't grab onto the people above you and try and pull them down but in fact you shove them up as well I think that's the thing isn't it it's like together we rise you know we can do this together we we don't need to be in competition with each other we can do it together
0: oh that's a brilliant message Uh, absolutely perfect thank you Rosie it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you today it always is thank you for having me on thank you very much for joining the scale her up podcast
1: it's been a blast thank you (laughs) i love talking about organizing
0: (laughs) thanks for listening to scale her up the female entrepreneurs show don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes and please join our facebook community at scale her up Please connect with me, Brenda Hector, on social media and drop me a message to let me know you're enjoying the podcasts, or even better, pop a wee review on iTunes. I'm going to finish by reminding you, only one in three UK entrepreneurs are female, and men are five times more likely to scale their business to over one million in turnover than women. If we started and scaled our businesses to the same extent as men, it would add 250 billion to the UK economy and provide millions of jobs. Ladies, you can do it and we're going to make a massive difference.